0: Our scripture reading comes from 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 8-12. through Finally, all of you be of one mind, sympathetic, lovers of your fellow believers, compassionate and modest in your opinion of yourselves. Don't pay back evil for evil or insult for insult. Instead, give blessing in return. You were called to do this so that you might inherit a blessing. For those who want to love life and see good days should keep their tongue from evil speaking and their lips from speaking lies. They should shun evil and do good, seek peace and chase after it. The Lord's eyes are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord cannot tolerate those who do evil. May God add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and understanding of Scripture. Our hearts and minds are open. Amen. Well, good morning everyone, my name is Robert Mercer and I'm so excited to be here with you as we uh, begin our time together. You know, in one century, we've gone from a culture that embraces character to one that celebrates personality. You know, a hundred years ago, It it was how we acted in our private lives that defined who we are. And today, it's what we do in public that gets noticed. You know, character and reputation are similar, but they're not the same, right? You know, your your reputation is what people think of you in in your public sphere, and your character is who you really are. But both of them are important. If you lose uh, your reputation, you lose the ability to influence people. However, when we put our public persona ahead of our character, then we begin to turn inward. Uh, We're in the second week of a series called Real Relationships. and, And when we turn inward then our relationships become transactional. You know what I mean by that? You know, if, if you do this for me, I'll do that for you. Uh, now, to be clear, this is not a series on marriage, but hopefully these concepts will help you in your marriage. It's not a series on friendships, but, but it'll help you grow stronger and better friendships. It's a series on how we can take the way of Christ, and help that influence our relationships with other people. Last week, we talked about how our, um, we should be committed to Jesus instead of the culture. This week, we're going to talk about our character. And for us to have real relationships, we have to pursue the character Of Christ. You know, uh, the scripture that Maddie read for us today, Peter is trying to help a new community of Jesus followers understand a simple but not so easy question. How can a person lead a life that God wants them to leave to lead? Yet, maintain their relationships in a culture that is hostile toward Jesus' followers. Uh, Peter's readers are facing many kinds of challenges because of this newfound faith. Uh, New boundaries are being drawn with how they should act and how they should be within the culture. Uh, and they're struggling with how to maintain social connections and be authentic followers of Jesus. Now, in the chapter right before ours, we're in chapter 3. In in chapter 2, Peter is talking to individuals and encouraging individuals to take on the character or example of Christ. What he does is he levels the playing field. In a world where uh, hierarchy and status is even more important than our own, Jesus, I mean, Peter is saying that through Jesus, there is no slave or free or male or female. And then in chapter three, he turns to the community how we should live in relationships as a community. He encourages the congregation to be of one mind. Listen to how Eugene Peterson puts it in the message. He says, be agreeable, be sympathetic, be loving, be compassionate, be humble. That goes for all of you, no exceptions, no retaliation, no sharp tongue, sarcasm. Instead, bless That's your job, to bless, and you'll be a blessing and also get a blessing. Peter urges these young Jesus followers to be people who who don't retaliate, to be people who are aware of how they talk to each other, and to be people who do good. When our character is clothed with things like this, then it provides a perfect opportunity for us to have real, authentic relationships with others. And for us to be able to do that, we have to pursue the character of Christ. Now, to pursue the character of Christ is not a very fast journey. Uh, In fact, it takes intentionality over time for us to be able to do that. Uh, James Clear, who wrote the book Atomic Habit, has kind of coined the term continuous improvement to describe how people grow. Uh, This is what he says continuant improvement is. He says, it's a dedication to making small changes and improvements every day with the expectation that those small improvements will add up to something significant. God doesn't ask us to be perfect. God already loves you just the way you are. Our bridging the gap, if you will, or continuous improvement or transformation simply means it's a response to the God who loves us so much. Now, I don't uh, do many New Year's resolutions, uh, but this year I decided that I was gonna try and close my rings every day in 2023. And for those of you who are not Apple users, uh, what that is is an app that is on your phone and your watch, and it measures, uh, I believe it's a movement, exercise, and how often you stand. And uh, I am on a 21-day streak, yes? Uh, Today is the 22nd, and so hopefully at the end of the day, I'll be on a 22-day streak. Uh, My hope is that if I do this for an entire year, it'll become a habit, and that these small things over time will make a big difference in my health. And the hardest part about this is no matter what happens, no matter how much I kill it, every morning, it's at zero. (laughs) And that's kind of what transformation can feel like. You know, um, one of the most basic instincts we have, there are are three things I want to kind of lift up with us this morning to help us to infuse those daily habits that can help us draw closer to God. Now, one of the most basic instincts we have is to hit people (laughs) when they hit us, right? And so the first thing I want us to look at is non-retaliation. Peter in the scripture It's it's teaching this. You know, I was talking with a dad one time, and uh, we were uh, talking about parenthood, and, and my buddy said, you know, I feel like a referee half the time. You know, there'll be wailing and crying in the other room, and I'll go in and I'll say, what's wrong? And they'll say, he hit me. And you know what happens next, right? The other one says, he hit me first. And unfortunately, this kind of attitude goes with us as we grow. You know, we rationalize that it's okay to obliterate somebody on social media because they struck first. Or it's okay that we've left somebody off of our invitation list because they didn't invite us to their thing. But but Peter writes in verse nine, don't pay back evil for evil or insult for insult. Instead, give blessing in return. You were called to do this so you might inherit a blessing. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said to turn the other cheek. Now, Now, Jesus didn't say that so we could be people that just get run over all the time. He said this because... When we retaliate, it makes it harder for us to have real relationships that thrive and grow. The character of Christ calls us to react in a better way. We can build on this habit of non retaliation when we seek to love other people. Now, we're going to talk more about that in a couple weeks but it sure is hard to be ugly to somebody that you're trying to love. Another way that we can pursue the character of Christ is in how we talk to each other. For those who want, uh, the scripture says, for those who want to love their life and see good days should keep their tongue from evil speaking and their lips from speaking lies. You know, how we talk to each other is one of the most important things when it comes to building a real relationship, how we talk to each other on social media or or, or face-to-face. Our words are powerful. Did you know that negative words have more power than positive words? In fact, it can take up to seven positive words to counteract a negative one. Another thing that Peter says in this verse that he thinks is important to us is that we have to tell the truth. He considers telling the truth to be one of the biggest parts of us having authentic healthy relationships with one another. Now, We've been for a long time, uh, really back to Adam and Eve, having a hard time as people who tell the truth because we want to. We, we we love the truth when it meets our needs, don't we? But not so much when it hurts us or it hurts our tribe. Uh, one day I was at a, a United Methodist Women's Board meeting here at Asbury. And I was, uh, before the meeting, I, I, you know, I got myself together, blew my nose, I did all the things you're supposed to do, and I went and I sat down, and there came a question about um, CASA program, our preschool program, when was their first day of the new year? And I said, well, I'll just go across the hall and I'll ask. So I went across the hall and I asked Carolyn uh, when it was. She told me, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna stop in the restroom on the way back. And as I washed my hands, I realized... I had a line of snot going all the way down my arm. And I thought, I was just in a meeting with 12 dignified women and one of my staff friends, and they said nothing. So I clean myself up, and I go back into the meeting. Now, they weren't diabolical. They weren't gloating that I had this embarrassing thing happen. They just didn't want me to feel embarrassed. But when I went back in and sat down with a clean arm, they now knew that I knew (laughs) (laughs) You know, another reason why we don't tell the truth is because we like control. People have the desire to push for things that they believe in, and sometimes the truth... Gets in our way of that. And we lie by omission or in how we try and spin what's going on. Real relationships depend on the truth, whether it's hard or it hurts us or not. In John, uh, Jesus was talking to a group of uh, Jewish people and they began to believe in him as uh, the Messiah. And Jesus said to them in, in John chapter eight, Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, you are truly my disciples. If you remain faithful to my teaching, then you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. The last thing I want to lift up is that we should strive to do good in all that we do. Uh, When we don't do good for people around us, it's impossible for us to build any kind of relationship with them. Author Stephen Covey says that we all have what's called an emotional bank account. You know how bank accounts work, right? You put money in it and uh, these deposits... And then when you need some, you take a withdrawal. Well, he says our emotional bank account is very much the same way, that, that we can put uh, trust in that emotional bank account. And there are times that we withdraw, but if we withdraw more than we put in, then these relationships become empty. He talks about several things we can do to build up this emotional bank account like, you know, keeping our commitments. Don't you love it when people show up when they say they're going to show up and do what they say they're going to do? We can also do this by attending to the little things. It's doing the little things in life like showing honor and respect, small acts of kindness, a smile, a little effort, a hug. It's doing the things that we don't have to do that builds trust with other people. Uh, Our text starts out with Peter saying to the new believers, be of one mind. It's really easy to be of one mind when everybody thinks the same about everything. And no matter how much our culture wants to push us into those kinds of corners, we all know that's not how life works. Sometimes our culture gives us a glimpse into how God wants us to be better than we can. So in the spirit of the NFL playoffs, in 2011, Coca-Cola aired a commercial. I want you all to take a look at it. If you're watching online with us, uh, I I encourage you to go and and check that out. 2011 Super Bowl Coca-Cola commercial. You know, more than ever, we're living in a time when personalities dominate our life. Maybe it's time for, for this place here called Asbury to just flip that on its head and become a place and a people that celebrate character. People who don't retaliate with each other when they're wrong. People who believe in the truth and believe in talking to each other with a spirit of humility and kindness and people who strive to do good. Let's pray. God, we thank you for this day and this time. Help us to love and serve each other in all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen.